Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Multiverse Fancast. I'm one of the hosts, Ronnie, and with me, as always, is Max. Max, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing well. I cannot complain at all. All of our listeners can probably complain. It's been four months. Yeah, it's been four months. A little bit of technical issues with my laptop, which wasn't working, and then mysteriously started working again today somehow. Yeah, we're not sure how. So that's a good sign. Um, So now we're trying to get back into the swing of things so today we are going to be talking just strictly on black panther which we saw a couple days ago um and then so we'll do as always with our movie reviews we'll do a non-spoiler section and then we will give you a little spoiler warning not as intense as always though i think we'll we'll cut down on that we don't have it in the budget anymore (laughs) yeah no we can't afford it anymore we can't afford that sort of thing yeah so we're just gonna get right into it all right uh just uh Quick note before we get started, we are testing out our new format. Yes. And that's probably going to start next week. Yes. Just, um, we talked to a couple of listeners, mostly unofficial third podcast host Rob. Yes. And a couple of other people because our challenge became we were literally scrambling to try and get every show yeah. into, we were trying to do like two or three episodes at a time. Yeah. It wasn't working that well. It, it unfortunately. At first it was, and then it, it got a little crazy. So yeah. what we're going to be doing from now on is, our episodes are going to be broken up into two pieces. One half is going to be a topic of discussion, like a movie or big news. Yeah. And then the second half, we're going to do Star City ratings for every comic every. book show that we're currently yes. watching. So we'll have maybe like five minute discussions on each show or something like that. And there are some shows that, you know, that you don't watch that I watch and vice versa. So, you know, not every show you'll get both of our takes on, but... I would say about 90% of the shows out there, you will. Yeah, so um, like you're going to talk a little Gotham. I'm yes. going to talk a little Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. We might talk a little Riverdale because that, that show's exploding. Yes. Like everybody's watching it yep. now and, and it is a comic book show. Yep. So just uh, a little Walking Dead too yes. when that comes back. So we're going to wait till next week because all the shows are going to be coming back next week. Right now only yeah. Legends and uh, Black, Black Lightning, Lightning have yes. been actively going on. And that'll give us a chance also to talk more about shows like Defenders and Jessica Jones when it comes back in yep. like two, three weeks. Yeah. And um, yeah, we're here to explain Black Panther for especially Bernadette Shonagal, who doesn't know anything about Black Panther. Yes. <laughs> so I think we said we were going to do the first half's kind of be like a little retro on yeah. where yep. Black Panther started. Yep. And then we'll do our non-spoiler review, spoilers and... And then Infi- good night. <laughs> and, th- no, and then a little Infinity War. We're going to talk a little Infinity yes. War too. So you want to you want to lead this? Go ahead, yes. you're hosting. So right? basically, the first time we see Black Panther in any Marvel movie, really, is in the Civil War. What did you think? Like we have an episode for Civil War, so yeah. if you guys haven't listened to it, make sure you uh, kind of go back in some of our our archives yes. with that. Maybe we'll post it on the Facebook just yeah. to, to refresh. Um, but what did you think of Civil War? Civil War, I thought it was a really good movie. Um, you know, not getting too much into detail because, like we said, we did talk about it already. Um, thought it was a good detail. It had good kind of introduction to not necessarily new characters other than Black Panther and, but, and Spider-Man. Well, he's not really new, so to speak. <laughs> but I mean, that version is. Um, but so I thought it was a good introduction and get to know some of the characters a lot better. As in Black Panther, the new Spider-Man. Yeah. Even Ant-Man, even though he had his movie before that. but And then we got, got Hawkeye coming back. And, yeah. You know, the, the cool thing about Civil War was it it's a great tee-up for Infinity War. Like, it showed yeah. that the Russos, the guys who directed, they can take a big ensemble, ensemble cast and do so much with it. Yes. And, you know... I, I loved Ant-Man in it. Yeah. You know, he was he was us. You know, he grabs yeah. Captain America's shoulders like, oh, so firm. Yeah. But anyway... Um, <laughs> But we got our introduction to Black Panther. Now, yeah. Black Panther was actually a stand-in. He was it, he took the Spider-Man story before they could use Spider-Man. Yeah. So they they were like, we're gonna make this movie Civil War, where Spider-Man's such a big part of it, but we can't use him. So here's Black Panther. We're gonna use yes. him. And then they were like, oh, now we can use Spider-Man. So now we have Black Panther and Spider-Man. What did you think of T'Challa in Civil War? I left wishing for more oh yeah you yeah. know i thought he was one of the highlights of the movie mm-hmm. um and now that we have this movie 
you know, it just it, this movie kind of fulfilled what I wanted to see. Oh yeah, definitely. With where they go with Black Panther, um, so as far as seeing Black Panther in Civil War, I thought it was really well done. Mm-hmm. Um, and I dug it. So, like for Black Panther, he's kind of a focal point of Civil War. Like you see yeah. him the entire movie to the point where he's in that last ending scene with uh, Zemo. Yeah, which is one of my favorite scenes of all time. Um, when he stops him from killing himself, I yeah. thought because like he's like you know, revenge has consumed you. I don't. I basically don't want to be you. Yeah. Yeah. Now we're doing it live, so now everybody can see us if we have to cough. Yeah. <sighs> just look away. Oh, just just uh, just look away. <laughs> just push the, the laptop yeah, right? over. You can't see me. You don't know what I'm doing. Well, at least when we upload the audio to our podcast feed, nobody's gonna know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but um. So we got this great introduction, and his his motivations were completely clear. You know, he was like, "I'm this prince. My yeah. father and I are here at the United Nations." That that kind of agitated me just a little bit because, like in this movie, they show Wakanda. Everybody thinks Wakanda is like this third world nation, yeah. like they have nothing going on. But in Civil War, like he's up there speaking. You know, obviously he has some some prominence. Yeah, so it, it's just kind of a, it was a weird transition for me on that yeah. one. But um. Let's talk about let's talk about how cool he looked in that movie. <laughs> His suit was probably one of the best Marvel suits that they ever had. Yeah, I, I agree. We're talking we're talking Civil War suit. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm just making sure we're on the same page there. But um, when Until this movie, <clears throat> we're, we're gonna talk. We're gonna discuss this costume. <laughs> we're gonna discuss Wakanda tech, all that cool stuff. Yeah. So when we get to the spoiler section, probably. But when he first gets introduced in his fight against Bucky. Yeah, and they show like you, you see the cat silhouette jump over him and then take him down, and then he's yeah. just like comes out with the claws. It was awesome. Yes, his claws were so sick. Yeah. And when they like scratch Captain America's shield, oh yeah, good stuff. But um, he had a great story arc in Civil War. Like you understood, you sympathized. You're like I I can relate to this character. Yeah. Um, and obviously, not to, not to skirt the issue, but he's a very strong African American character. Yeah. And, you know, as great as Marvel movies have been, their diversity has always been slightly lacking. Yeah. Um, Whether it's, you know, they have strong females, but they were never, we still want a Black Widow movie. Yeah, we don't have like a predominant, like just about a female character or a central around her. Like, look at Black Widow. She, she's the kind of character that she'll say something to you, but not in front of everybody. Yeah. Wonder Woman and Justice League... Like, Donald, care. she called out Bruce Wayne and then threw him against the plane. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, obviously we had the Wonder Woman movie, which was fantastic. Yes. So it's, it's you know, it's definitely, it's interesting that Marvel's finally starting to catch up with that sort of thing. Yeah. It's the one thing that DC really has over Marvel. The only thing. Right, Rob? Shut up, Rob. <laughs> Rob's not even watching. He's I know, here. Mister. I'm going to watch you guys live and chime in. Uh, he does. We do have Rob's rant yes, today. We do. Don't worry. Yeah, we'll get that, that probably during during the spoiler section. Yeah, during we'll the spoiler section. Rob's rant. Rob's um, rant. And Timmy's corner. Timmy's corner. Yep. yep. Can't forget about that. Um, but you and know, while you guys are chiming in on Facebook, watching us, you can obviously chime in on your thoughts too while we talk about different topics throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the more discussion we get, you know, we had some good feedback on our Facebook page and messages, so we're going to go over those two during spoilers. Yeah. But uh, let's, you want to jump into Black Panther the movie? Yeah. Let's jump, dive right in. Dive right in? Dive right in. Jump out of a plane right in? Because he does that in the movie? Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. Pretty boss move. Pretty boss move, yes. (laughs) All right, so no spoilers. We're we're just going to kind of... brief synopsis do you have one or do you want me to just make one up right now no i got one you got one yeah so t'challa which he rises to the throne in wakanda to become king after his father died obviously um basically what it is it's kind of just a movie about the struggle of wakanda and you have um killmonger played by michael b jordan who's trying to take over as king of wakanda um, without spoiling anything, he's able to do it. Um, That's a huge spoiler. No, 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 no. But like, why he's able to? Okay. The like the ritual. I mean, who cares? Everybody knows he takes over. No, they you don't. Could, you could see in the trailers he does. Kinda. All right. Um, Keep going. So anyway, he takes over because there's basically a struggle wanting to 
show the world the tech technology that the Wakandans do have and can provide. Okay. So during spoilers, we're going to really dive into Killmonger's motivations. Yes. But let's uh, let's talk characters. So we had Chadwick Boseman yes. returning as T'Challa, and he nails it. Not only is he a, fantastic, yeah, he's a very capable actor. And I know some of the ladies that listen think he's pretty easy on the eyes, which it's a Marvel movie. They're all easy on the eyes. Come on. You're telling me you don't think he's easy on the eyes? I can neither confirm nor deny. Him and Michael B. Jordan? You know, we actually had this conversation at uh, at your job with some of the students. They were yeah. like, man, he got shredded for that movie. I was like, I think he was more shredded in Creed. In Creed. Yeah. But, um, I mean, this one you can't really tell that much. Because of all this. Yeah, yeah. he's got a, a very distinct visual yes. that we'll talk about. But uh, Chadwick Boseman comes back, and the cool thing about him, his character has a very different arc in this movie. It's, you know, his father, his father kind of sends him the message of, you can be a good king, but it's harder to be a good person. Yes. Which, very powerful stuff. Like, T'Challa's a a good guy. Yeah. Like, he's not, he's not one of those princes that are like, I'm going to take over and I'm going to do things my way. Yeah. He wants to honor his family, he wants to lead his people, and he wants, you know, just general peace for his people. Yeah. So the movie starts off a week later. It's literally a week after Civil War. They yeah. act, they actually specifically say it, which is, you know, weird timeline wise. Yeah. But um, you know, it's a week later, and he's returning to Wakanda. His father just passed away, so he has to go through the Wakandan rites to become king. Technically, yeah. um, I don't think they ever call him king in Civil War. No, because te- I, I know he wasn't king. I know Captain Rogers. Calls him your highness. Yeah. So I don't know. He was Prince. He was known as Prince yeah. T'Challa. Prince T'Challa. Yeah. Son of T'Chaka. King T'Chaka. King T'Chaka. T'Chaka. I can't T'Chaka. say too many words. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, we're going to butcher some of the pronunciation in this movie. So just bear with us on that one. We will? I don't know. It's not that difficult. <laughs> some of it, it's a little bit tricky. Come on, Michael B. Jordan. That's not a, that's not a character <laughs> of the movie. That's the actor, you silly goose. But, um... Which do you want to talk about Michael B. Jordan's character? Yeah, yeah. I talked a lot about the child. You go. Did you though? I did. <laughs> so basically, Michael B. Jordan plays Eric Killmonger, who, like I said before, is trying to and eventually does take over the throne, and he tries to get all the technology and spread it around the world. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily for complete goodness, though. Um, and basically he is, he's, he's allowed the right to fight for the throne because later on down the road, we discover something something as to why he's able to, um, I thought he was really well done. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, he was the, the, the thing about a good villain is you have to be able to relate to them and, You can. You don't... He's not wrong. Yeah. And that's that's the hardest thing about this episode, or this, ep, this episode, this movie, <laughs> is... um. You almost feel bad for the villain. Because you, you look at some other some of the other villains. Marvel's had a very big problem with their villains. They've been... Yes. With the exception of Loki, and then not up until like Vulture and Spider-Man Homecoming, the, the villains were not fleshed out. And um, Thor was the most guilty of that with uh, yeah. the, uh, Malekith. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying not to really talk about his motivations because yeah, they are spoilery and what happens down the road with him. Mm. Um, but I thought that they did a great job setting him up as a villain. Yeah, and you can. He even had a lot of villains. Sometimes don't have that character arc. And, yeah, yeah, and he. It might not have been a drastic one like you see with your heroes. But you could definitely see a smaller arc in his character. Yeah, you know, like the, movie. the heroes you need to see grow. The yes. heroes have to learn and and you know become better at the end of the movie. The villain has to be relatable. Yes, that's what makes it, or it has to be scary. Like the Joker is not relatable, but he's scary. He's relatable. I can relate to him. I think we should really have a talk with your therapist. Oh, yeah, probably, probably. But um, her Michael name B- is Harleen. Her name's. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a good thing that's terrifying but is that why you do three hour sessions yeah but anyway um but yeah he did a great job and we're gonna talk we're gonna definitely break his character down in spoilers yeah 
But uh, I'll take the next character. We have Lapita Nyong'o as Nakia. Good job. I was more worried about Lapita Nyong'o's name because that that's a, a little trickier. Yeah. But I mean, um, Nakia, all you gotta think of yeah, is the Nik- phone. Yeah, Nakia is not that bad. No, Nokia. <laughs> but uh, we have Nakia, and she was T'Challa's ex, which they specifically mentioned more than once. And she's kind of, she's the conscience. I guess you can say of T'Challa, like she's yeah. the one who pushes. She's like, "Hey, we have this advanced civilization. We should be out doing more." Yeah. Which I thought, I you know, she was a good character. She was a strong female character. Yes. You know, that's what this movie did really well: strong, strong African American characters and yeah. strong female characters. Yes. There was never a a real female in distress moment, which no. I thought was really cool. I mean, you you did have. But see, there's a difference between them well, being in distress yeah, yeah. in battle. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, you yeah, have, you have yeah, I know. One yeah, in I get battle, you. But then again, typically, what happens? The male saves the male the day. has to save them. But in this, but movie, this movie, not no. not, so, not as much. Yeah. yeah. The the female leads all really carry their own, and it's yes. you know she's a, a good example of you know torn between two worlds almost. Yep. Who do you want to talk about next? Um, let's stay on the female train. Let's go with uh. Okoe, which was played by Danai Gurira. See, I, I read through the cast list and I picked yeah. Lupita Nyong'o's character, so I wouldn't have to say yeah, it. Danai Gurira, I believe, if I butcher that. Yeah. Sorry if you're listening. Oh my God, that'd be incredible. <laughs> right? Maybe if we did more than one episode every six months. It was only four. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, she's the but head of the. She's like the general of the Doro Milaje. Yeah, which is which is a thing from the comics. Like they yeah. they are characters in the comics. She's based. They're basically like the royal guard. Yes. Of the king. And exceptionally capable. Yes. You know, like the king is obviously a super powered being, but he's still the king. Yeah. So we get we get to see the Doro Milaje in the opening scene, which is awesome. Yep. And then she kind of, she follows T'Chaka around to make sure he doesn't. Or not T'Chaka, T'Challa. T'Challa, to make sure he doesn't do anything stupid. Yeah. I mean, T'Chaka too, when T'Chaka was alive, I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> but, but she's she's an awesome character because her husband's the head of one of the Outlander tribes, because yep. Wakanda's made up of four and a half, technically, tribes, because yeah. the fifth tribe kind of does their own thing. Yeah, until it's ritual time. Yeah, until it's <laughs> until it's ritual time. But um, yeah, so it was really cool seeing her, not only is she, you know, badass, Yeah. But she's also smart and capable, and you know she's a constant source of support. But at the same time, she's gonna smack you in the back of the head when you do something stupid. Yes. But she also had some great fight scenes. Yeah. She had a uh, the the staff that collapses. You get yeah. to see it's really cool. That's in the trailer. Yeah, she was she was one of my favorites. And she she goes through a character arc where it's you know I'm loyal to my country. Yep. So yeah, it's been a uh, an interesting time. Yeah. You want you want me to do the next one? Yeah, we'll just go back and forth. Yeah, so the next one is uh, we had a return character, Martin Freeman as Everett Ross. A.K.A. Watson. A.K.A. Watson from Sherlock, yes. I've never seen Sherlock, but I've heard great things, and I've heard great great. things about him. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so we had Everett Ross come back, and he was in Civil War, and he was kind of the character you didn't like in Civil War, but at the end of it, you were like, okay, he's not too bad. Yeah. In this movie, he was awesome. Yeah, he kind of started off at that, he's not too bad. And then he became awesome. And then he became Yeah. But um, they they kind of delve into his backstory a little bit where he yeah. was actually a, an Air Force pilot. Yes. I thought that was cool. I mean, it it's you have to have a certain set of skills to get into the CIA, I yeah. imagine. You know, I'm a local cop and I don't think I can do it. But um, I don't know what you're telling me. <laughs> I'll let you I'll say it after I'm done. But he is um, he's really cool in the fact that he's like, I'm in this brand new world of things that I don't know about, but here I am. I'm going to fight because it's right. You know, yeah. I'm going to do the right thing. He could have easily just walked away. Yep. But he gets thrown into this amazing world that he had. Because he was one of those characters. He's like, Wakanda's a third world country. They, yeah. you know, they're good at like textiles and sweatshops. Yeah. And then he finds out otherwise and he's like, oh, never mind then. Now yeah. let me get into this fight. So I'm looking forward to I want to see him come back. I think he'd be a good character. Uh, maybe not in Infinity yeah, Wars, but definitely, definitely in a Wars. in a Black Panther. Well, Infinity Wars is going to be huge. We're going to talk about Infinity Wars after spoilers. Yeah, I don't know. There's just in, for Infinity Wars. I feel like there's going to be nothing for him to really do. Uh, 
Alien invasion. I feel like the CIA should be slightly involved. Yeah. But who do you want to talk about next? Um, let's talk about Daniel Kaluuya, who played Wakabi. I, I planned this out perfectly. Yes. Um, so, actually, you might recognize him from the movie Get Out. Um, so, he was main actor in that. Um, but he played Wakabi in this movie, who was basically T'Challa's, like, best friend. Yes. And, like you mentioned before, it's Okoye's um, husband. I don't think they ever say no, they, her love. Yeah, That's what they, love. they always say, my love. Your, yeah. You know, so, so maybe they're just dating. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. Um, but he kind of, he he seems like he's going to just be like that, oh, that moral support for T'Challa kind of thing. But um, later on down the road, we see he does play a bigger part than that. Oh, yeah. And, and his character arc is... Again, you understand it. Yes. And he also has a really sick scene with some rhinos. Yeah. Which is ripped straight out of the comic book, yep. which is awesome. All right. Uh, we're going to talk next about Letitia Wright as Shuri. Letitia? Latila? Letitia. Letitia? Yep. We'll go with it. She's not listening. but uh, She could be. Unofficial third host <laughs> Rob just joins because I texted him yelling at him. <laughs> Finally. Finally. Oh my, oh my it only God. took you like 22 minutes to get on, uh, Rob. Well, apparently <laughs> we were running too late for him. Oh. Uh, he's not wrong. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we have Shuri, who is T'Chaka. T- I keep, I'm going to keep doing it. T'Challa's. I should have just jumped. Sister. I should have just kept going with it and said T'Chaka's daughter. Yeah. <laughs> T'Challa's sister. And she's kind of like the uh, the quartermaster. Yeah. She's uh, the. She's the Q, basically. She's basically like the technological genius and she has some great and she's not afraid to to, uh, throw down a little bit too yeah and in the comics she did take over the role of tony uh not tony stark i'm I'm reading uh, i'm reading her character she did take over the role as a shut up as black panther for a little while because she is technically of royal blood but um (laughs) hey timmy (laughs) we know you're watching too buddy but um Timmy, timmy timmy she was cool in the fact that Again, she was another character that uh, was not afraid to stand up to her brother. And she yeah. did, as much as she respected the tradition, she was still the one going, Can I take my headdress off now? Yeah. I, I am going to, I'm not going to lie, the what are those reference w- that she makes? Yeah. A little dated. Like that, that one didn't but, sit well with me. Yes, but then, no, if you think about it, when the movie was actually being filmed, uh, it, was, uh, it was still uh, in, but. Yeah. What uh, are those? I didn't think they banked on what are those lasting only like a week and a half. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's. You want to go next with the next character, or do you want me to do it? Because I already have it ready. No, I have it. But you have it. I mean, who do you want? Like, there's quite a few that we can talk about. But I was just going down the list. Yeah, but your list could be different than mine. It, so far, it's been pretty consistent. We have next on my list is Mbaku. That's the next on my list, too. Played by Winston Duke. Now, I don't know if you know, but M'Baku in the comics was actually a character called Manape. Yeah. They made a better choice. Yeah. Yeah. They they respect it. They show him wearing the the ape mask, and his costume is very reminiscent of his costume in the comics. But um, he was a fun character. Yes. He, He got some of the biggest laughs in the audience out of nowhere. Yeah. Because, like, when you first meet him in the movie, he's kind of a jerk. Yeah. Again, rightfully so. We understand. But then... Do we, though? We do. We, we oh. definitely understand why. I mean, yeah, we, we understand why. We understand <laughs> But, you know, he he's the head of the fifth clan of Wakanda that was banished to the mountains. Yes. So he appears when T'Challa is doing his ritual to become king again. And then he appears towards the end of the movie, which again, no spoilers, but he's in, he's in it a fair amount and he drops some some very entertaining one-liners. Yes. Who do you want to talk about next? Um, Sterling K. Brown, play who played Njabu. Njobu? Njobu? Now our list is different. Yeah, see, I told you. I mean, he's on my list. He didn't play too big of a part in it necessarily. Yeah. Um, his bigger part came like more towards the end, kind of. Um, which again, we'll go over that in detail mm-hmm. a little bit later. Because it is very spoilerish yep. to really talk about his character necessarily. Uh, we have Angela Bassett as Ramonda, the Queen of Wakanda. Yep. And 
when we first meet her, she's she's obviously grieving her husband's death from civil war, and you know you you sympathize with her, you feel yeah. for her. She's really not a big part though. Mm-hmm. Like, and and she's just kind of there. She's more like she's there to bring a little bit of emotion to it. Yeah, just just like a little bit more. Yep. Like she's not like an emotional relief. She's just there to react. She's the, like the audience reacting mm-hmm. from a more personal standpoint. You want to talk? Uh, are we talking Claw next or Forrest Whitaker? Forrest Whitaker. Oh heck yeah! Forrest Whitaker, who uh, played Zuri. Zuri, who is kind of like the um, the elder, the elder, the Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah, right. I'm trying to figure out how to describe him. Like he, he was the Yoda of that world. Yes, actually, I think Obi Wan's better because he does have a slight secret. Yeah, he has a slight secret, and he's not a puppet. He's not short or green. I wasn't sure where you were going with that. But yeah, he is not short, not green, but he's kind of the the elder. He keeps the traditions and the rituals in place and makes sure that the culture is maintained. And he's kind of the advisor to the current Black Panther. And like for a movie about a character not that well known necessarily, oh, yeah, you yeah. have a lot of big names in this movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I like can established imagine established actors and actresses in this movie. I can definitely see awesome. that when this movie began casting, there was a lot of like, I want to be in this movie. Yeah. So a lot of these actors, I feel, probably didn't even have to audition. They were just like, hey, I'm in. You yeah. know, let's do this. Because Forrest Whitaker's part is small in it. Angela Bassett's part is small in it. Yeah. But those are like big names. Yeah. But um, <laughs> apparently third official third unofficial guest host rob he uh he gets a little taken out of the movie when forrest whitaker appears i can understand that that's that's not untrue yeah, yeah it's it's kind of like seeing uh brad pitt in a movie yeah but then you have like a matt damon cameo in thor and you don't yeah. even realize it and then you're like wait a minute yeah what so that those are they're always fun but yeah i can see that when forrest whitaker appears yeah. you're kind of like ah oh, that's forrest whitaker yeah especially after uh star wars rogue one <laughs> save the galaxy yeah yeah but um, and then I think the last character we want to talk about um, is one of my favorites, uh, Andy Serkis as Ulysses Claw. One of your favorites, really? Well, I you know what I like Andy Serkis, and he you know he does fantastic work in whatever he does, and you know he's more famous for his motion capture stuff like Gollum and King Kong and stuff like that. Yeah. But he does have some acting chops. Like he's a good actor. Yeah. And. He's just funny. Like he's, you know, he's in there singing when they're about to interrogate him. Yeah. Um, what did you think of his hand prosthetic? Because in the comics, he just has a sonic disruptor as a hand. Um, cool concept. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as like visually and aesthetically pleasing, it, it looked. It was very uncomfortable so to look at. Yeah. 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 But um, it was cool how it opened up and it was a cannon underneath and. Yeah. But um, yeah, and he played Caesar the the ape from, <laughs> from Planet yeah, of the Apes. Apes. Yeah. But um, <laughs> we're gonna talk more about it in spoilers. But I I thought they did a disservice to him. Yeah. Yeah. But like I understood. Yeah. Unfortunately, Marvel movies, they have this this great villain, and then they're like, uh. Yeah. Right, Rob. Yeah. We're, we're I'm just I'm just looking at the screen waiting for a comment about Marvel movie villains. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we don't talk about that. <laughs> They're not all as good as Steppenwolf from Justice League. (laughs) Even I'll admit, terrible character. I was watching some Justice League this week because it's just it's coming out. Yeah, they did. uh, We're not haters of (laughs) Marvel movies, just for the record. But um, because we did say earlier in our podcast that Michael B. Jordan's Killmonger was one of our favorite villains. Yeah, but um, you want to do a non-spoiler? Uh, Star City rating for it? Non-spoiler Star City rating. So basically what we'll do is we'll just give you our Star City rating and then basically small detailed on why and -hmm. then we'll go into spoilers. Um, Honestly, for me, I'm kind of torn right now. um, But I think I'm going to lean more towards a four on this. I give this a four. Um, Visually, probably one of the best visuals I've seen in any movie. Not necessarily superhero movies but in general and then a lot of characters actually had stories and weren't just hey let's just put this character in just because we need someone to put in yeah you know you had like four or five different characters in there that had these 
awesome character arcs. So mm. I thought it was a really, really strong movie. Um, what about you? I'm torn between a 3.5 and a 4, which okay. is it's still a great movie. Like yeah. We definitely enjoyed it. We, we sat in there. We laughed. We enjoyed it. Um, it's predictable. Yeah, it is. It is very predictable. Like once the second half of the movie starts, you could sit there going. I think I even like leaned yeah. over to you at one point and said, "This is what's gonna happen next." Yeah. and then it did, and we we're like, "Uh huh." Yep. But um, the the movie's slightly predictable. That's one thing that that I didn't really like as much. Yeah. But um, visually, it's beautiful. Yeah. Like Wakanda is amazing. Wakanda is more fully realized than Asgard ever was. Yeah. Like they did shots of them just walking through Wakanda and you could see their culture and you know all the tribes look different you know yeah. they had the guys with the the big lip things which yeah. still made me very uncomfortable <laughs> but like Wakanda feels like yeah. it's a lived in city but um Rob's gonna jump in wow. with his Rob's giving it a four uh, okay four four, four is a, a Marvel, Marvel movie. movie all right and then for film sheer importance and cultural value 4.5 um, yes, we agree with that. You know, we we stated in the beginning, like as a cultural movie, this is a big step forward. Not yeah. not just for Marvel, which you know we said Marvel's diversity yeah. was kind of lacking. Like you had, you had str- a couple of strong female characters, really just. But you don't really do anything with them necessarily. Yeah, like, as big as DC. I mean, did with even, Wonder Woman. Yeah, yeah, with Wonder Woman. I mean, they only have really one strong female character. In- in DC right now. Yeah, and it's it's nice to see a character besides War Machine represented by a strong yeah. African American character. And you know, Black Panther's cultural signature. Oh, and Falcon, yeah. Yeah. Which uh missed opportunities do you think to have them or it would have been too much. Like, hey, look at all these other black characters no, we have. It would have been way too much. I mean, I mean, think about it. We got it in Civil War. Yeah. yeah. You know, we're going to get it in Infinity, Infinity War. Wars. Yeah. You know, but to include them in this it would have been too much trying you know the one thing that i did here is um wow it would have been really nice to have some spinal fixing tech for roadie <laughs> thanks <Yeah>. wakanda <laughs> but um so yeah i think we're we're kind of th- we're torn with this movie like in terms of marvel movies it is marvel movie but yeah. um however oh, reading rob's comment he oh he's oh boy but anyway so anyway <laughs> We'll talk about that. But anyway, yeah. um, like in terms of Marvel movie, it fits right into the Marvel uh, mold. It is, yeah. here's your character, here's the story he's going to go through, and you can kind of you can kind of catch the beats. Yeah. Um, my, my one thing that bothers me about this movie, as much as I like the supporting cast, it's becoming a trope, not just in Marvel, but the DC TV shows are really guilty of it. Instead of focusing on just a hero, it's the hero and his team. Yeah. He like every hero it feels like needs a team. Like that's why I love the first Iron Man so much. Yeah. It was really just Tony Stark. Yeah. Um, you know, and as much as I love Captain America and the Captain America movies, that's where it started with the Howling Commandos and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I definitely dug the movie. Yeah. And I'm I'm teetering. I want to go see it again. I'm really torn between a three point five and a four. Yeah, but it's definitely a good movie. But oh, like yeah. I said, as far as Marvel movies, it is to, to copy me, and paste Marvel movie. Yeah, but to me, this is probably in my top five Marvel movies. Oh, a thousand percent in terms yeah. of solo movies too. Yeah, like this is how you. I, I remember I even said that to you leaving the theater. I was leaving the theater and I was like, "This might be my favorite." Like standalone introductory movie, yeah, that yeah. Marvel has for a character. But see, this is how like Marvel's showing another way that it's doing something right. Like Justice League set up all these characters, kind of like how Civil War set up these characters. Now they're doing solo movies with these characters, and they're doing it right, like yeah. Spider Man and Black Panther. Um, like Justice League can do it, but yes, no, I agree, Rob. You know. This movie definitely, like our unofficial third host says, uh, skip the origin story route. We're done with origin stories. We don't need them. Yeah. I don't need to see Chachala's schooling. Like, yeah. when like, he's a little kid. Yeah. Like, you got a little bit of an or- origin. They mention with the, it. Yeah. They talk the, about it. Yeah. But, like, a little mention, I'm fine with. Like, this was perfect. You know, like Rob said, you know, there was no origin behind him. It was, he's already. We, we got it. We understand. You yeah. Know? Marvel and and DC to an extent, you know, obviously they showed us the death of the Waynes again, which they do. But, um, you know, the movies are starting to realize that as an audience, we don't need it all the time. We don't always need, 
here's Black Panther, but yeah. here's how he became Black Panther. No. Yeah, no. We saw it in Civil War. Yeah. We know he's got powers, he's got skills, he's got a cool suit. Yeah. You know, what else do we need? We don't need, this is my great moment of tragedy from when I was eight. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. It's like Batman or Superman. We know, it's, or even Spider-Man. Martha. We don't need to talk about Martha. <laughs> but anyway, we, we know how Batman and Superman and Spider-Man and all these big names came about. Yeah. We don't need it. So, you know... Doctor Strange is a great example, like, you know, unofficial yeah. third. We should have just had him come over. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, um, you know, Iron Man, it Iron Man kind of set the bar. Like, Ant-Man's guilty of it also, being yeah. just tiny Ant-Man or tiny Iron Man. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we dug the movie and we highly recommend it. So, Definitely. if you guys are watching or listening on your podcast apps, which you can find us on Satchel or Podbean. Or iTunes. Or iTunes. Uh, this is going to be our official spoiler break because we're at about 30-ish, 35-ish minutes. Yeah. So, yeah. So, just put us on pause. Obviously, if you are watching us live, you can't put us on pause. So Just mute us so we still have the numbers. Yeah. Mute or, I mean, hey, you can drop us if you want. That's okay. And then come back and listen to us, like you said, uh, through the podcast. We're back on Facebook yep. afterwards. Um, so, so, this is your official spoiler warning. We are going to be tearing this movie apart. In a good way. In a good way. Yeah, in, oh, yeah. in a very good All right. way. Don't worry. All right. So let's jump right into it and let's go into detail from the beginning. We'll, we'll start in the beginning of the movie and kind of work our way through. Okay. All right. Um, so basically, in the beginning of the movie, we, we get an opening scene. Yep. Good job. <laughs> that's usually, <laughs> that was my big country. That's usually how it that, goes. That's usually but, yeah. how the movie goes. You kind of, uh, you know. No, they do it like, a, like a Lego Batman. <laughs> All great movies start with black. Yeah, right. <laughs> but um, the opening scene is two characters that we don't know at the time. Yep. And the king of Wakanda comes and kind of uh, confronts them. And we yeah. find out later that it's Forrest Whitaker's character when like he's younger. Younger self. And he looks just like him. Like after they yeah. like revealed it, I was like, oh my God, he does look yep. like Forrest Whitaker. And um, Sterling K. Brown's character. Sterling K. Brown. And he's famous from This Is Us, right? Yes. That's his show. Yeah. that's yep. a, My parents love that show because everybody's parents love that show. Yeah. But um, he plays Killmonger's father. Yes. Who is the brother of King T'Chaka. Yes. Nailed it that and time. And again, that, that's talking about Sterling K. Brown's character. Yes. Um, which we actually don't find out is Killmonger's father until about lot, halfway through. Yeah. A lot later in the movie. Um. Which, you know, yeah. hey, that's the reason why he's able to fight for the crown. And also, it's a big point of contention for him. Yeah. But, um, so T'Chaka kills him because he tries to kill Forrest Whitaker's character. Because you don't kill Forrest Whitaker. Well, he wasn't trying to kill Forrest Whitaker. He was trying to kill the character because Forrest Whitaker wasn't playing him at the time. Okay, now that we've established that. <laughs> but, um, and it sets into motion Killmonger's plan. Now, his plan is to become the best killer assassin trained by the best and you find out he's got over 250 categorized or kills yeah kills more probably more and he's got all yeah. this he's got a he very great visual his visual is he's got scars he does one scar for every kill and yeah. it's all over him which is really cool yeah but um yes we're glad that they did not cgi forrest whitaker or any of the characters <laughs> into younger versions that's just yeah. the worst actually they the only time it didn't bother me was uh ant-man with uh, Michael Douglas, they did a yeah. much better job with, and uh, Guardians of the Galaxy two, which we were watching with uh, Kurt Russell. Are you saying that because that's what Rob said? Yes, I'm saying yeah. that because that's what Rob. So said. you didn't even give him credit until I mentioned it. Nope. <laughs> don't worry, Rob. I got your back. Yeah, Rob. <laughs> but um, I don't hate on you as much as he does when it comes to Marvel movies. <laughs> easy. So my problem. This is a. I didn't want to mention this during our initial Star City reviews. Um, my problem with Killmonger is he's he disappears through almost half of the movie. Like, you see him in the opening scene with the the robbery, which was yeah. great because it showed how smart Claw actually was. Yeah. Like, he lets the guy go, and he's like, bang! Yeah. You're dead. Yeah, right? <laughs> Why'd you do that? Well, because. Because I can. Well, no, he says, he's like, because this way it looks yeah. more spread out, and, you know, it makes people not think that we're, like, professionals. professionals. Yeah. yeah, we look like amateurs. So, Michael B. Jordan's in the movie for the first ten minutes, and then he disappears till more than halfway through. Which I'm okay with. I don't know. I like less is because, more, but well, the reason I'm okay with it is, I mean, 
if you never saw any of the uh, trailers for it, you would think that... He's in he's, a lot of it. I know, but I'm just saying, if you didn't see any of the trailers, you would think that he has no part in the movie whatsoever. Oh, yeah, you, yeah. You're thinking that Claw is the big bad. So, in that terms, I liked it, because it was like a big switch. Oh, it's not Claw, it's actually Killmonger. Yeah. You know? Well, Michael B. Jordan's just adorable, too. Yeah, he is. He's a good, look, good looking guy. I'll admit yeah, it. We'll, we'll say it. He's a good looking guy. Yeah. But um, my, you know, like if you watch the trailers for this movie, you basically saw almost all of his scenes. Yeah. With like two exceptions: the the <laughs> very end and the very middle. Yeah. But um, so he decides to make his play for the crown, mm-hmm. and he does defeat the Chala. Yeah. And. A and scene ripped right from the comics, him throwing yeah. him over the waterfall. And you think he's you think he's dead, even though we know he can't die because it's the main character. No, that's not <laughs> true. They can kill the main I mean, American Beauty, they killed him. Sin City. Like I said. Okay. All right. <laughs> in good movies. <laughs> <laughs> I can't read that, it's too far. For the record, uh, <laughs> apparently Rob is comparing to DC. Who started the big blue laser beam into the sky thing? Oh, that was Marvel. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, Marvel was more famous for their big blue beams into space. <laughs> anyway, that's not what we're talking about <laughs> right now. I'm going to stop that fight right now. But, um. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I, 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 you know, Killmonger's a great character, yeah. and but unfortunately they did what every Marvel movie does. It's like, hey, let's make the opposite. Yeah. So you like, you like Black Panther's costume. Watch this. Yeah. But but then again, they didn't necessarily. F- yeah, they fell into the trap because yes, he does die. Yes, but he dies on his own terms. Oh yeah, yeah. Like you he's know? the one that actually like he's like I'm yeah. going to do it this way. Yeah, you know. So I, I I like that instead of just being like, oh, the good guy is defeat. I mean, the good guy did defeat him. Yes, yeah. but the reason he's not returning is by his own choice. Yeah, like. The Chala yeah. was like, we can we can fix this. We can yeah. heal you. You know, we're cousins. We're family. So it, it was a very poignant moment. But yeah. um, they did end up doing the let's make the opposite look just aesthetic. Like if they had just had Killmonger like in his own costume. like Yeah. Because the, the mask that he puts on is a costume from his comic book counterpart. Yeah. But then again, if you think about it, technically he does become the Black Panther because he does get those powers because he is the king. Yeah, but it doesn't make sense why he has the uh, the leopard suit. That could have been. A I suit mean, sure, that sure, he made created. it. Well, sure, he made it. You saw yeah. her; she had the two necklaces yeah. there. That's why the gold. Yeah, there was the gold which he ends up taking. Yeah, and then the silver, or was it just no? The, Killmonger takes the gold one, yeah. and T'Challa takes a silver one. Silver, yeah. I guess. Yeah. All right, you let's know, talk. Let's silver. let's talk about the costumes. I uh, really see, like. I know this is where our big gripe comes in. Not a big gripe. We just you and I have a different opinion on it. Yes, I okay. liked his Civil War costume better. The only thing I like better is he had a helmet or a mask, whatever you want to call it. In in Civil War. In Civil War. Yeah, yeah. And in the beginning part of Black Panther, I really dug that. The suit was in the necklace. Yeah, that was cool. Like, don't get me wrong, that was cool. Yeah, and but I, and I like the whole I, kinetic energy with the purple runes. Like, the, visu- yes. visually, it was great. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm not hating on the suit. I definitely enjoyed it, but I liked the look. the The look of his Civil War suit and the effects with him, mm-hmm. it looked like a guy in a suit. Yeah. In this movie, it was definitely a lot of CGI. Just the way that he moved, like. They didn't do a. Whole, yeah. It felt like they didn't do a whole lot with Chadwick Boseman in a suit. I could see that, but then again, where are your complaints with Spider-Man? Because Spider-Man's costume was basically the same thing. I don't. I don't like Spider-Man's homecoming costume. I don't know if you said that. I I specifically don't. Yeah. Because right. it's um, <laughs> it's a what's it called? It's like an Iron Man ripoff suit. Yeah. But um. I, I I like the Black Panther I costume. I, I got sorry, I got distracted. I, I saw I saw a mad face go across. So whoever put that mad angry face, whatever that is, Rob, probably. Could you just explain what that was for? Is it you didn't like the suit, or was didn't like it our opinions on the our suit. opinion on the suit? Because we have two different opinions about the suit. So, but but see, my opinion about the suit in this 
I, I just I liked the Civil War suit. It was just yeah. so cool, and the the mask just doesn't sit well with me with this new one. The like the 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 hol- it's like in the first movie it looked like a helmet that was yeah. designed around a panther. In this movie, it looked like a it panther. It wasn't Rob. Just, you blamed Rob, and it wasn't even Rob. I thought that was a fair blame, though. <laughs> it's a Marvel it, movie. He won't put a mad face. No, but if I say something <laughs> bad about it, he will. Um, but in this movie, it looked like a panther helmet designed to look like a helmet. If that makes sense, I don't. I'm trying. I'm trying to explain. It just doesn't uh, yeah. sit well with me. No, I understand what you're trying to say. Which is weird because most Marvel movie costumes are fantastic. Yeah. I mean. Like you, you have the Marvel costumes, you have the DC costumes. Like in terms of DC, like the Flash isn't always as you know, like yeah. it was good when we saw it in motion. But I don't know. I just I liked the Civil War Black Panther costume just a little bit better. All right. But it's still it's still a badass look. Like they look yeah. they look cool. But uh, somebody pointed out that when they're falling and like fighting with each other, it's almost shot for shot Spider Man three. Spider-Man and Venom falling. Yep, and I didn't I didn't notice it until I looked, and I was like, "Oh my god, it's kind of the exact same." Yeah, but um, you know, that's that's just a trope in mo- in comic book movies and comic books in yeah. general. The hero and the villain are supposed to be similar but opposites. Yeah. But I mean, if you think about it, what do they say? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. And tell me, you did not like that. In terms of what you know, the that whole scene of them falling while fighting. Oh no, it looks great. You know I mean, yeah. Ex- you know? But we we definitely looked like when they were showing like the Sonic emitters when they first me- they took a moment to mention it and yeah. once they mentioned it I was like that's gonna be a thing that's yeah. gonna be part of the the but plot I, I, that that's with everything though you know but um yeah so uh, one of our other listeners Rob's much more talented and lovelier wife Lauren yeah I said it <laughs> Rob and he's gonna agree with me anyway. Uh, she says that um, the creators kind of wanted to invoke an African art in all aspects, and I completely agree. You yeah. know, we were saying earlier in the episode that the the culture of Wakanda is fantastic. Yes, like it it's also different, and it's got a lot of African culture, but it's also got its own flair. Yeah, you know, as much as I like Thor and Asgard and all that, Asgard was never fleshed out, mm-hmm. and that's why when it was like Asgard's a people, not a place, I was like. What? Uh, I only know like seven of them. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely. Lovely. Yes. <laughs> but um, I yeah. mean, he can't argue. He can't. He can't that. argue. With- I don't know. Rob's a good-looking guy. I won't even deny it. His hair is magnificent. Thank you. Yeah. Hopefully, he shares this with all of his uh, students who listen. Yeah. Right. But um, one other thing about this movie that I liked but didn't like, you and I discussed this, was it is very disconnected from the rest of the Marvel Cinematic Universe with the only connection yeah. really being the, Claw and and um, Ross and then the credits yeah and then the, <laughs> the end credit scene with yeah. uh, with Bucky which also brought up a whole lot of questions too yeah but I guess um, it was I was watching videos on it the ending mm-hmm. scene Bucky was being deprogrammed yeah in that cryo tube so I guess they deprogrammed him and then let him out yeah and he's just kind of living there mm-hmm. on the outskirts but um, the movie, like, obviously the Wakanda people, they are very isolationist. Yeah. They don't want to deal with the outside world. So, you know, it makes sense that this does not feel like it's connected to the Marvel Universe. Yeah. Uh, again, the only way to access Wakanda is to have that tattoo. I mean, they call it a key to get in. Yeah. But it's like a... Well, like see, a tattoo I thought that like was that. just to uh-huh. identify people from Wakanda because they got Ross in. Everett Ross yeah. was able to go in. He Ulysses, was in the ship. Ulysses Claw was able to get in yeah. to get the vibranium. But, but, <laughs> hey, Sam. <laughs> hey. Um, but, I, I, no, I think you need that because I don't think you could just walk right into it because they say it's a key, you know? Yeah. So you obviously need that or be in one of their ships or be with someone that can open up the door to Wakanda. Yeah, but again, at the same time, it makes sense that they're an isolationist nation. They yeah. don't want to deal with the outside world. And then that's why the ending is so cool where yeah. they, I do love it where like they're at the UN and they're like, we're going to share with everyone. And that one snooty white guy's like, he pushes up his glasses, er, what can you guys offer to the world? And Everett Ross just sits back there going... <clears throat> Yeah. He's just like laughing and rolling his and, eyes. And literally that scene happens and I'm like on the edge of my seat and I'm like, ooh, 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 what is he going to show? Oh. So 
now that we've kind of talked spoilers and what we've liked and what we didn't like, let's let's that's a great segue into Infinity Wars. Yes. Because that is the next Marvel movie and probably probably the biggest I won't even say Marvel movie, biggest movie experience, you know. Yeah. Ten years in the making, like twenty plus films, over forty five confirmed characters, I think, at this point. And there is, we've seen in all the scene uh, in the trailers, there is a big Wakanda involvement. Yes. You know, obviously Steve Rogers is there. We didn't yep. see him in this movie, which is fine. Um, but there's a lot of theory that the last Infinity Stone is in Wakanda. Yeah. Which is the the Soul Stone. Yep. Which a lot of people are saying might be the reason why they're able to connect to the former line of uh, Wakandan kings. Yeah. So... Do you think that Thanos is going to come there or he's going to send his army there? What what do we think Black Panther's involvement's going to be basically? I think it's going to be a little bit of both, honestly. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to send his army, they're going to defeat his army, and then he's going to be like, "Well, time for me to show up and kill all these guys and take the stone myself." Fun isn't one something considers when bringing order to the galaxy. Yeah, right. So, I, that's what I think's going to happen with that. I think it's going to be a good amount based in Wakanda mm-hmm. or central around Wakanda. Um, well, you know, it's surprising that we did not see the Soul Stone and, you know, Rob agrees. Yeah. Like, we, everybody thought that we were going to get the last peak of the last Infinity Stone in this movie, and we never did. Uh, and I'm kind of torn with that. I'm kind of, part of me is okay with not seeing it. Yeah. But then part of me is like, I would have loved to have seen that or had some sort of mention or yeah because the, the problem is like the, the the thing that i'm scared about for infinity war is they're going to be juggling so much yes you know they we know that vision has an infinity stone he has the mind stone yep uh the tesseract which yep. loki is in the trailer it looks like loki's going to be giving it to thanos yep like as a bargaining chip probably because yeah. loki's a smart guy he saw it in the in the uh the vault but we also have the ether which is one of the stones, yep. and the collector has that one still. Yep. Uh, the one from Guardians of the Galaxy, the purple one, which the Nova Corp has. Yep. And, and then, then Doctor Strange. And Doctor Strange has the the time, time stone. Yeah. But um, I'm I would not be surprised if the last Infinity Stone is just hanging out in Wakanda. Maybe it came in on the on the meteorite that had all the vibranium. Yeah. Maybe they just have it yeah. in a vault somewhere. You know, we didn't see all of Wakanda's secrets, which I thought was cool. Yeah. It kind of set up a good, um, definitely Black Panther 2 to it, with not seeing everything yeah. that has to do with it. But again, it and then it didn't really leave us with any hints on what Black Panther 2 could be about, you know? Rob's trying to send us a list of where each... We can't look at that right now. We, are, we don't prepare for this. What are you talking about? That's what. You, that's why you have cellular devices. No, I got I have Rob's rant all ready to go. So, do you want to talk about Rob's rant? Yeah. So this Let's is going to be. It. This is a new sequence or a new segment in our con in our content, where we are going to have unofficial third guest host Rob. He's going to get his own series called Rob's Rant. His own series, or it, it's a segment his, in the show. His own, yeah. So basically, if if Rob's not here. He gets to still, even though he's still throwing in things. So these are some of his notes. I'm going to paraphrase just because we are pushing the the hour already. Uh, so Make I'm sure gonna, we get to Timmy's corner also. Okay, for the record. Oh wait, wait, he hold, had, on, hold on, hold on, time out. He requested theme music. He wants theme music. All right, here's your theme music. Go for it. It's Rob. It's Rob. It's time to hear Rob's thoughts. Wow. His mother's going to be so proud. I hope you like that. Oh, boy. <laughs> we, you know, we will actually record something for Rob. Like We're, we're going to literally just record that, but I'm gonna, I'll am gonna i throw in a little bit more lyrics. We should do the, uh, the Quagmire <laughs> song from Family Guy. He's Quagmire. <laughs> All right, so uh, again, I'm going to paraphrase. I'm just going to kind of float through each one. Refreshing to see a mostly all-black ca- uh, cast along with a black crew. A completely agreed... Um, you know, it is great to see, you know, this is the first big black superhero movie since Blade and arguably Spawn. What? But, <laughs> yeah. Well, Blade Blade was big, and Wesley Snipes, he pushed for a Black Panther movie for a long time. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Coogler, great choice to gamble on for Marvel. All right. 
he's the director. Very good job. I, I hope to see him back. First Marvel film that actually felt important. Yeah, definitely. It ta- it tackles social issues really hard. Yeah. And, you know, that's Killmonger's motivation. He's like, you know, we can rise up and do better with Wakanda having our back with this. Yeah. Fantastic seeing proud, uh, strong, brave black women who were just so cool to watch in action. Again, we we mentioned it. You know, it was great to have so many strong females in the movie. Yeah. Action wasn't the most exciting, yet had the greatest gravity to it. Character development was strong, so that we can truly, so we ca- truly cared about each fight. Agreed. Um, the action scenes were not groundbreaking. Yeah. Like. You had the cool scene with the rhino, which is literally straight from the comics, and yeah. a couple of cool moments with the kinetic explosions. But otherwise, yeah, I mean, it. I'm not gonna watch that movie for the fight scenes. No, which is which is a good thing, you know. I want to watch a movie for story, also. Yeah. Let's see. Fully expect to see Oscar nominations for costume, astounding work. Agreed. I can see visuals getting a a nice Oscar nod. Yeah. Great weaving of African elements into overall production values. Yes, very. The, we talked about the culture and how it looked. Yep. Uh, let's see. Flashbacks were emotionally affecting scenes were the most emotionally affecting scenes in any Marvel movie. Yeah. They, yeah. um, they, they hit you right in the fields. Yeah. Broke the mold for Marvelly structured film. Uh, it, it did. It did. I, it's I, I still agree. very generic copy and paste Marvel, but, but it does it much better. It does it a lot better and it has more characters involved and not just there. Always a pleasure to see Michael B. Jordan. Yes. Yes. He did a great job in this, and he oozes cool and swagger. <laughs> I like it. Love the final message that the black nation and culture has a tremendous amount to offer. They just need to start doing it. Killmonger was well-written, not necessarily sympathetic, but not totally evil either. Great points, just not very great means. Very Magneto-ish. Yes, there's been a lot of comparison of Magneto and Professor Xavier with um, yeah. Killmonger and T'Chaka. T'Challa. T'Challa. <laughs> Their names are the same. No, they're not. All right, one's and got a double K and one's a double L. You're a double L. Loving loser. <laughs> but uh, we have to bring up in Rob's rant, a subsection, Timmy's Corner. It's time. It's time for Timmy's Corner. We really need to work on this. Uh, <laughs> like the costumes, like the women were warriors because usually women aren't warriors. That's true. It, yeah. Rhinos were cool. Yes. Like the regenerating were. suit and the Stanley cameo. The Stanley cameo was yes. pretty funny. But... um. Oh, Rob's not See, happy. The, the only thing with Marvel movies that I dislike mm-hmm. is you know you're going to see Stan Lee. And so, like, it takes ent- you out of the moon yeah, moment a little bit. Yeah. It does. Because you're sitting there and you're like, where's Stan Lee? When's he going to come? It's Where like, is he? It's like seeing Forrest Whitaker. Yeah. You know, you remember that this is a movie. Yeah. And like the whole time you're like, just, where's Stan Lee? I want to see Stan Lee. And then it gets there and it's like, okay, now I can focus in on the movie yeah you know um, that's the only bad part about those cameos i wonder if timmy thought there was enough smashing there was a good amount there of was smashing. a fair amount of smashing things were broken yeah yeah especially Hard. when the rhinos came yep i mean anytime anytime you can choke hold a rhino yeah right that's more than enough smashing yeah now t'challa is obviously very strong i wonder like and he's able to go toe-to-toe with captain america in civil war yeah i'm curious to see what his limits are yeah. Like, like, perfect example. Spider-Man fights Captain America in Civil War, and Spider-Man's able to, to like, catch that, the, uh, what's the ramp? The uh, the on-ramp for the plane? Yeah. Like, he catches it, and that's pretty heavy. Yeah. And, you know, obviously, Captain America, Iron Man says it in Spider-Man Homecoming, he's like, if Cap wanted to lay you out, he would have. Yeah. But I don't know if that's just pure strength or skill or experience, but... He wanted more smashing. Tim, Timmy wanted more smashing, yes. <laughs> we, we did, too. Like, again, this movie was not... A movie for the action scenes. It no. was definitely a movie for for the story and the culture yeah. and the characters, which was which is good. You know, it's easy to fall into the Marvel trope or any superhero movie trope where it's like, look at all this action and yeah. mild, mild, very tiny storytelling. But um, yeah. So I think that's uh, what you got more. Do you want to talk about box office? Oh yeah, let's talk about the box office. Can't this forget movie, about that. This movie blew it away. Yeah. So um, so basically. It was the biggest February opening. Yes. President's um, Day opening, too. Yep. So, over the Friday through Monday, it racked in $241.9 million. Are you talking about the movie or you're talking about you? Both. You, you had a busy weekend. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah, you got to do what you got to do, you know? 
um, which is, I believe it is the fifth highest Marvel opening. It, it's it's weekend, up there, yeah. Either fourth or fifth, something like that. I think it's only, um, like in terms of overall movies though, it's only behind the Star Wars movies at this point. Yeah. And then, yes, it blew Deadpool out. Uh, Deadpool did uh, $152 million over that Friday through Monday. So it nearly almost $100 million. It was about $90 million more. And I think uh, Batman vs. Superman was about 150 also because yeah. somebody posted a meme about it and I laughed. I, yeah. you know, I dig it. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to yeah. be the, the DC fanboy for this. I'm definitely, yeah. you know, as my, I'm a Marvel fan too. Like, yep. Rob. <laughs> but anyway. Um, so yeah, you're excited for a Black Panther 2? Yes. This got me... Got you jazzed? Got yeah, you. It, got, it got me really jazzed for not just a Black Panther 2, but for Black Panther in general. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it hit on a lot of points. Um, again, if if the fighting was just a little bit more, I think this movie definitely could have been a... I know for you, because you're teetering, a solid 4. Oh, yeah, yeah. Could have gone up to maybe a 4.5. Um. But well, arg- arguably, we're not this movie's demographic. Like the yeah. the, the movie, the Marvel, the Marvel fanboys were going to come out, and you know, Rob points out, you know, this was a big cultural movie. It wasn't yeah. just for the Marvel fans. So they they had to play a fine line of this is we need to show respect to our culture and we need to please the Marvel fans. But we also this is a big thing, and yeah. we will never downplay that. Like it was a very good movie for yes. its cultural impact alone. And uh, visual and and tasteful. It was very tasteful. Yes. Um, you and I were talking at dinner, and without getting too graphic, I hate the N word. Yeah. I, I I thoroughly hate it. I don't like it when it's used in movies. I get very uncomfortable. There's just certain words that people just don't like. Yeah. You know when it's played in music or anything like that, they did not mention it once, and I thought that yeah. was so important. You know. Yeah. There are a lot of times where where movies with this kind of culture, they they throw it around nonchalantly. Yeah. But. They didn't say it once, and I was like, I, I respect the movie for Yes, that. definitely. Because that's an easy way to kind of get the <gasps> factor. Yeah. But um, any final thoughts? No, that's pretty much it for this episode. I mean, obviously, you know, we've had you guys chiming in um, throughout the broadcast and everything like that. But for those of you that did not listen to us live, that is listening to us right now on your podcast apps or anything like that, um, again, like always, please just comment on our Facebook page or even message us um, with your detailed what? I thought I was going to pitch all this stuff. Relax. All right, relaxed. Please send us all that, and how can they do that? So the best way to get in touch with us is over on Facebook. Most of you guys, if you're listening right now, uh, we've been talking on Facebook Live. So that's going to be part of our new format. We're going to try and do live episodes and then have the audio available afterwards because we're actually using two laptops right now, one for the audio, one for the Facebook Live. So hopefully that's going to be our, our norm. Uh, we are going to be starting our new format next week where we're going to have a topic of discussion and then Star City Ratings for all of our favorite comic book shows. Yep. So you can get in touch with us on Facebook. It's the fastest and easiest way. You can also email us at multiversefancast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter at mvfancast.com. That's our uh, Twitter handle. All of our episodes go through that. If you want to take our episodes on the go, you can listen to us on Satchel or the Podbean apps. You can also find us on iTunes. And uh, for every like, share, subscribe, star rating, it does a big difference for our show. It brings uh, more audience, so we don't have just have five people in the live show watching. <laughs> but uh, we do want to thank everybody who tuned in live. We're going to be trying to do that more often with our very loud... Uh, pod couch over here yeah right <laughs> that's what I, I started calling it the pod couch without telling you interesting word but uh yeah so hopefully we'll be back this time ish next week for yep. another episode awesome i'm ronnie and i'm mags and we'll be back in a flash or six months whatever works whatever works yeah bye oh my, oh, my back my ass oh, I'm <laughs> sitting on like that bar oh that was good that was good though Oh, shit. <laughs>